It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby, and folks, it's our favorite day of the week, other than Ferg Friday. It is a Charlie Tuesday with Charlie Five of the Auburn Bunker. How are you, my friend? Ooh, doing good, man. I get chills every time I hear that awesome intro. Man, we got to hear LaRondo. He was kind of the MC on Saturday. And it's like, oh, yeah, we already know him. No big deal. <laughs> MC Chicken Parm. He's our, he's our, he's our uh, number one fan. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. Man, how cool was it? I mean, the, the practice was fun. Beautiful day for it. And I just think from a, a, you know, an Auburn branding and building, in, you know, building up the hype for this Brian Harson era, I'm all in at this point. I'm really talking myself into this team being better than I thought it was, you know, even last week. And then hearing from Harson again afterwards and, and and seeing him on the field afterwards talking to reporters. And then even with the coordinators talking yesterday with Bobo and Derek Mason, Derek Mason, like, inje- put him in an IV and just inject him into my veins. Like, I am ready to freaking go. Saturday and then even yesterday with the with the assistant coaches, like I'm becoming more and more all in. I, I told myself, Charlie Five, I told myself I wasn't going to do this yet. Don't here we it. are. I mean, I think it's re- I think this it's uh, realistic that we should start thinking about being 15 and 0 next year. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I'm not I'm, saying I'm that. Being, I'm being conservative. I think it's I mean I just think it's time we need to really start getting our mind right to be 15 and 0 next year. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I, I mean. All seriousness, you know, though, like what what were some of your takeaways from what you saw on Saturday? What were some things that excited you? Well, number one, you know that an open practice is such a great idea that it convinces Gus to have one on the same day. So, uh, if if uh, if if it's such a good idea that it actually convinced Gus to have one an open practice, then then you know it's the right it was the right choice. So that was probably my biggest takeaway <laughs> that it's clearly had to be a good idea because. It convinced Gus that he was he he needed to open up a little bit. Um, no. So one of the funniest, another kind of on the same line of Gus, the probably the funniest thing that went so unnoticed. Um, talking about Brad being the MC, <laughs> they did the in, they did the insta- install period, and I don't necessarily think he meant it the way it the way it sounded, but yeah. Auburn people I know had to take it this way. He they were doing the install, and he goes, "Okay, guys, we're about to do the install. Everybody, turn around and don't watch." <laughs> <laughs> as if as if we're we got super spies in the crowd but i just man what a cool thing to do um especially in a time where you know being in the stadium is has been uh uncertain for a lot of people and then you just open it up and kind of you know involve the crowd and involve the fans and at, at a time where we really just needed it and uh it was cool cool to see yeah yeah, I'm curious to see what it does for A-Day attendance. So 3,500 folks showed up on Saturday. We'll see how many show up in a few weeks for A-Day in April. But, sure. all right, let's talk about it. I took a few jabs at you on yesterday's show. Did you hear them by chance? Oh, yeah, I hear I heard them. And uh, I think I told you it, it may 
I'm not quite ready to give in yet, but I may have to eat my um, JJ Pegues takes, and I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. I'm not too proud to eat that, but uh, you know, um, after we uh, joked around about it, um, I told you uh, on Two Four Seven Sports there was a poster. I can't think of his name, but um, he said that JJ's weight is incorrect. He didn't gain weight. He was actually at 290, 295, and the plan was him for him to lose five pounds a week and get down into the 270 range. And I told you, um, you know, 6'3", 270 as a full black, fullback, um, H-back is not bad numbers. That's actually kind of kind of solid. So Wait, who is this poster saying that, okay, what Auburn said is incorrect? Who is, who, who's this guy? I, I don't – he seemed credible. He seemed credible to me. <laughs> I just decided I was going to run with it. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I love that storyline. I'm fine with it. Yeah. But he certainly doesn't – you know, he certainly doesn't move like he's 300-plus pounds, but that was the no. argument last year too. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, they said – there were some other things about weight weights that uh, weren't necessarily – you know, they're just giving – they just give the reporters the – I think it's Auburn SID just gives the reporters those weights, and they could be – you know, they could have been taken weeks ago or they could have been taken right now. So I think there may, maybe not everything was, you know, completely at like hundred percent accurate. It could have been some past weights, but I, th- I think the plan is for him to get down, not play that position around 300 pounds, according to, you know, a couple of different moderators on both sites. So, you know, I'm, I'm willing, I'm, I'm a man. I'm, I can, I can, I can man up to it. And if he proves me wrong, then I'll be, that, that'll be a good thing. That'll be a good thing. When he lined up in the slot, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy, here they come. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're, I got to give Charlie Five uh, some, some, uh, some, I got to make him eat some crow on this. Because oh, yeah. we, we both yeah. said it. It's like, if Harson's all into it, it's like all of a sudden I'm we're, like, ah, maybe it is legitimate. Yeah, we're missing something. And uh, I'm, I'm totally, totally okay with that. Yeah. Totally okay with it. Um, all right. So, this is a, a thing that's happened for me personally in the last two weeks. I've just like, I I feel like I'm the conductor on the Malcolm Johnson Jr. hype train, and we're full steam ahead after Saturday. Oh, it is balls to the wall. Like you guys, you you got it going, and he got some he got some hype going into yesterday. Him and uh, uh, Javarius Johnson rotating at the slot, and you know. He made some play. Both both guys made some plays, but you're definitely you're definitely um, choo choo ahead, and uh, it seems like it may actually come to fruition. So this yeah. could be you. This could be your this could be your thing right here. Yeah, no, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Any other you know? Is there a guy that like won today in your mind other than Jeremiah Wright? No, I mean, is that not huge to you? To me, I mean, to me, that is. Where did that, that come was, from? That came out of absolutely nowhere. Um, and, you know, we were looking at, I think when we discussed a lot of the different, um, a lot of the different weight changes and things like that, we, I don't even know that we discussed Jeremiah, right? But it makes a ton of sense. And I read a lot of, you know, stuff from the different moderators from both sites. They were getting quotes from folks that were talking about how just powerful and immovable he is. And uh, I think when you're going to a, you know, you're going to have those three, four power sets uh, with, you know, a big guy that's going to get in the middle and clog everything up and be just sort of like a big boulder that can't be moved and free up linebackers to make plays. 
I mean, is there anybody that makes more sense than that? I, I don't think there is. I don't think it does when you're have when you're six four, three thirty, three forty, and you know, athletic and strong. I mean, that just seems like a prototypical guy for that spot. So uh, yeah, I, I want to see that, how he develops, though. You know, because yeah. I mean, I, I don't care how big you are. I mean, we saw it with Truesdale last year. His first step just disappeared at parts of the season last year. Then there'd be moments, and he'd have good games and good moments and good drives and all that. But I want to see what Jeremiah Wright does on a consistent basis as far as that first step, as far as, you know, having that power behind it and delivering, you know, that that aggressive punch against opposing guards and, and what that looks like consistently. But, yeah, I mean, I was, I was pleased to see him there. Um, right. Should we start calling him the human clog? Uh or I think we got a call on. I think the name's already been uh, coined. The oh, terms what is it? Already been coined by uh, when Dontavious Russell was here, and that he called himself Plugger. <laughs> That's going to be our Plugger. He's going to be our Plugger. Plugosaurus Rex. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the the thing about being, you know, super explosive. I was talking to a um, high school coach friend of mine. That's a little subtle flex. Yeah. Um, really. Today. Look at you. We were talking. We're talking about the differences between the four three and the three four, and I'm not so sure that um, being ex- super explosive and disruptive like a four three defensive tackle is going to be as necessary. That, as that somebody is a great that, point. That's a very that good just, point. Somebody that can just stone, completely stone the guy in front of him. Yeah, you just got to eat two gaps. That is a great eat point. Two, eat two gaps, and it's 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 really. You, you kind of it makes more sense as well when you hear uh, Derek Mason say things about the linebackers like he's a kid in a candy store with these linebackers. You have you're you want to have some guys like Jeremiah Wright and Tyrone Truesdale in the front that maybe aren't so concerned about getting upfield as they are eating up space, which frees up linebackers to to you know make plays that's what that's that's kind of the concept of the three four no you're right you want you want to you want to keep those guards at the line of scrimmage so guys like Zacoby and Owen can go make tackles no you are absolutely right Charlie five joining us this is a Charlie Tuesday right here on Locked On Auburn today's show is made possible by our good friends at rockauto.com if you listen to this show you know and you realize that the best and most inexpensive way to buy any kind of parts for your car, your truck, or your SUV is through our friends at rockauto.com. Of course, rockauto.com, they're a family business, and they've been serving auto parts uh, to customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from 100s, 100s, from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's uh, your... Your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. It's very easy to use. I know nothing about cars, and I was still able to find what I needed at rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right, Locked on Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Today's show also brought to you by Homefield Apparel. It's funny, uh, you know, I've been watching a ton of March Madness, got a brand new TV, it's been fun, and I've started kind of naturally pulling for some of these teams, and I'll look at uh, homefieldapparel.com to see if they have a line for some of these colleges, and it's been really cool to see some of the historical designs from these schools that you don't typically follow, your Iowas, your Ohio States, all of that good stuff. 
And it's fun to see all the cool vintage uh, apparel. I've almost uh, I've almost pulled the trigger on a few of them. I was ready to uh, to buy some Iona gear, especially if they beat Alabama. Then Iona is one of the unlucky schools that does not have a home field apparel line. But obviously Auburn does, and a lot of folks have tweeted pictures and sent me DMs saying thank you so much for recommending homefieldapparel.com. And seriously, guys, check out their stuff. Homefieldapparel.com and use the promo code Auburn. A-U-B-U-R-N for 15% off of your order of any Auburn swag. Highly, highly recommend it. Uh, all vintage stuff, very comfortable. I mean it. Homefieldapparel.com, use promo code Auburn. Continuing right on ahead, Charlie Five, you were talking about the linebackers and Derek Mason being all over these guys. When I saw the lineups, I was initially surprised when the starters were out there and I'm like, no Chandler Wooten? But then I started thinking about it. It's like, okay, if they see Chandler Wooten as a as an inside linebacker, it's like, I guess he has to be behind Owen and Zacoby. But for some reason, part of my brain was thinking possibly they'd move one of these guys outside just so all three could possibly start. But I don't know if we're going to see that. Maybe. I, I, you know, we it's get so early, wrapped. but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we get wrapped up on, like, we're playing Xbox and it's just guys are just interchangeable those different positions but it seems like but Owen know, is and I think Zacoby yeah, is but they're also I, I think they're looking at the different plays that they're, they're going to be able to make I, I think one of the quotes that Zacoby talked about is how he said the fits in this offense are just they're just amazing like awesome like I'm just like licking my chops in other words you know where where they're gonna have me coming downhill and the, the the plans they have for us. I just think he sees some like heat seeking missiles uh, out of Owen and and Zacoby, and yeah. you don't want to limit them to one side of the field. They 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 can you know they don't necessarily want to just be outside. They can they can cover from sideline to sideline, starting right in the middle. So. Uh, it, it makes sense and both of them have bulked up too so they're able to uh they're able to you know maybe be able to shed more blocks or, or be able to attack the middle as well yeah Derek Mason when he spoke to reporters yesterday uh, I mean if you just want to get fired up go watch it but he talks you know he's really happy to be at Auburn it sounds like he's as excited to be at, his, at Auburn as Auburn folks were excited to him I mean a perfect natural fit there. But the quote of the day for me, Charlie Five, this is from Auburn uh, defensive coordinator Derek Mason. He said, quote, growth is optional. Change is inevitable. I just had a heart palpitation. Are you okay over there? You all right? Yeah. I need to sit down. I need to sit down. That was, uh, I I swear that comes from a movie. I can't figure it out, but it just, if it, if it isn't, it should be. Yeah. It should be. Um, but, and then uh, uh, he also said he was asked about the mentality for edge defenders, and he just said, quote, wreck everything you see. See it and hit it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And that kind of, you know, speaking of edge, um, there was a lot of talk about, you know, we thought Moultrie may move inside, but um, it seems like maybe this could be the natural fit for him uh, as this type of linebacker, this edge linebacker, uh, in this system, uh, you know, being able to sort of be in the same position as, as last year, but you don't have to ever put your hand on the ground. You're not really on the line of scrimmage. Um, it's, 
I, I don't know. That, that kind of excites me as well. Um, I'm anxious to see how this edge position works out. I like it because they're standing up guys on both sides of the ball. I mean, I... Yes. And, and Auburn has so many of those dudes that I feel like they could really take a huge step this year. Yes. And so I'm all about it. I'm all about it. And I love that they're able to do that while keeping um, Colby Wooden, I'm you know, keeping his hand on the ground. Like, right, I, right, right. And so like, they don't have to like, you know, find some other, cause I mean, I, in my opinion, he's like an awesome three, four defensive end. I think he's perfect for that. Perfect. And so that. now you can just build around that because whoever is on his side of the field coming off the edge, like you can't double them. Right. Right. One thing uh, I, I forgot to mention this earlier when talking yeah. about my, the high school coach friend of mine, um, one of the things that you just want to flex about, again. Yeah. I wanted to flex one more time. Okay. Uh, he's really the word that he used uh, was exotic when he talked about Ooh. the things that you can do with linebackers and, and things like things like that. When you have those, those stonewall guys up front, those pluggers. And uh, I just feel like you're going to see so much more variety of so, so much more variety than what we've seen in the past, even though what we've done in the past has, has had success. I think we're going to see a lot more aggressive get after the quarterback from different ways, kind of like maybe, um, you know, maybe like the old, you know, Alabama defenses before, you know, they started deciding to score a hundred points and just keeping people scoring 30 points. So I think you're going to see a lot more attacking and that this, this three, four, these three, four alignments are going to give the, give us a lot more fun, fun stuff to watch. And I think it's going to be fun for the players too. I, I do too. Um, last thing on Derek Mason, and then we'll go into to Mike Bobo in, in the last segment of today's podcast. But he talked about having like six number one corners. And that's kind of been a big thing that we've talked about here on the podcast over the last several weeks, which is how stinking deep they're going to be. You know, I just keep forgetting about guys too. Like I keep forgetting about guys like the Juco, Kamal Haddon is the guy I forgot Kamal about. Are you kidding comes, me? Yeah, he comes running out on the field just going nuts and getting the crowd hyped. His first time ever setting foot on the um, on the field. And, like, that's a guy that's a starter. Um, you forget about Marco Domio, who was banged up last year. Mm-hmm. And then you got guys like Jalen Simpson. And you got uh, – obviously, you got your your starters like Pritchett and, and – uh, and, um, I'm uh, the, the best uh, Roger McCreary, yeah, right. and then you got uh, the Dreshawn Miller. I mean, you got options, man. You got you got coverage guys back there um, galore. It is kind of wild to think that you know, as I, I guess that side of the ball has always recruited pretty well, and it seems like we've kind of got we've got it set like we like it. Yeah, and, and Auburn has a great a great track record for putting uh, for putting those guys in the league. Let me ask you this. What are you seeing as far as what people are titling that? So obviously you got Roger McCreary and Jalen Simpson in the outside corners, and then they move Nehemiah Pritchett to the inside corner position. And some people are calling it inside corner. I saw that. And then some people were calling it nickel. And like yeah. it's the same thing, right? Because you're removing a linebacker and putting on a defensive back, right? I'm sure. I, that, am I off on that? I don't think you are, but I think it's got – it's it's – it's something technical that's way over our head. Football yeah. wise. <laughs> I want to figure that out just because I want to know. Because uh, I, I, I think, in my opinion, well, it, it feels silly, silly calling it an inside corner or a nickel. We need to pick one. So I, I just, I'm going to get to the bottom of that sometime soon. Nickel sounds cooler. So 
even if they call it inside, I'm going to call it Nichols. So. Yeah, you can call it whatever no. you want. You're Charlie Five. All <laughs> right, it's a Charlie Tuesday right here on Locked On Auburn. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. We've uh, talked about this time and time and time again. Uh, with March Madness happening, it's clearly, I mean, it's not even close, is the best place to bet on all of your sports action. And several listeners and several folks in the Locked On Auburn Discord They've made a ton of money during March Madness and throughout the season as well by using betonline.ag, and I think that is, uh, I think that's awesome. I think that's great, and it gets me fired up. So go to betonline.ag, use their website, their mobile-friendly website, or of course at your, uh, your computer as well, and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now it's time to figure out which Built Bar is best. It's Built Bar Madness. And today's matchup is chocolate brownie chunk versus lemon almond cheesecake. I don't think this will be close. Chocolate brownie chunk, I've had it. It's delicious. Highly recommend it. I'm just not a lemon fan. My wife would say that lemon almond cheesecake is the better flavor. I just, a house divided. That's all I got to say. Go to builtbar.com and give us your thoughts as well as uh, on Twitter at bar underscore built. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 off your next order at builtbar.com. All right, I want to talk about Mike Bobo. Made some comments. He spoke really, really highly of Bo Nix talking about you know how he can go toe-to-toe athlete, athletically with with a lot of the skill position guys. And then both he and Tank Bigsby are like calling him all the time, like asking him questions about the offense. We've heard this time and time again, you know, how much of a, a football rat Bo Nix is. It just hadn't really translated to the field yet. I got a feeling, man, it's about to. I just got a feeling inside of me somewhere. Yeah, I'm with you. And, you know, I've heard uh, early on that, Brian Harson really, really likes Bo. Okay. Um, and and really feels comfortable with him. And I think that's probably why you didn't see much of a push for anybody else at quarterback. Um, so Dude, Trey, Trey really, Lindsay is yeah, he is exploding up the depth chart. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was kind of that was a little bit depressing from the from the um aspect of, you know where saw your paid. For Sawyer, yeah, exactly. Where's Sawyer Pate in this? But um, you know, I'm just thinking like I was really thinking more um the uh, Chael Garnett. You know, I was really thinking, you know, maybe we would see a little bit more of him. But you know, he seems to be like way down the depth chart. So for the uh, longest time, the most downloaded podcast title of of Locked On Auburn was uh, the title was Chael Garnett Time Machine. <laughs> it like blew That's everything right. out of the water for like several months. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Going back to Bo Nix, uh, one thing that I noticed that uh, they were talking a lot about or working on a lot was the relationship of him knowing where the check down was and throwing to the running back side of the backfield. And they did a lot, a lot of that in the install period. And, uh, you know, that's something we, we haven't seen. Uh, that's something that I think was underutilized and it's something that's going to help him, you know, not have to, you know, feel like he has to run out and make a play. There's safety valves. There's options, mm-hmm. uh, productive options. And, and that is uh, 
that is something that's, you know, you and I both have talked about it. It's just very refreshing. Yeah. No, there's uh, there's no doubt about it, man. There's no doubt about it. Anything else you want to get to? I know normally you have a few things uh, at the end you like to plug. Is there anything else going on? Uh, not right now. Just my golf game sucks at the moment, so I'm really just working on that. And uh, what's going? What's to- wrong? You, you hitting it left or right, or what's going on? I just can't get in the hole quick enough, man. That's just the that's just the problem. Too I can't many strokes. Get in the hole quick. Too many strokes. Yeah, hitting it too many times. Well, I keep waiting for my invite because if you golf with me, you'll think you're really good. Well, then I may I may I may need a slump buster then. Yeah, you and, can just like destroy me and um, <laughs> feel better about yourself. There you go. That may be it. That may be the key. That may be the key to unlocking it. Oh, you were gonna talk up frisky whiskey. Oh, dude. I went to, uh, so I'm really getting into bourbon. Uh, my middle, my middle brother is, is a hardcore bourbon guy. So I'm sort of kind of getting into it. We went, I think it was over the weekend, Saturday and found some awesome deals, stuff that you can't get in Alabama. Yep. That's all, you know, Alabama's always out of, and, uh, we found some good stuff, amazing prices, cool store, cool people. The lady was like, Hey, this may not be on the shelf, but I'll go to the back room and check. So I got some of the stuff out of the back room, Ooh. which is another, that's another flex. That's but, awesome. Uh, You're a big yeah. deal. You're a big deal. Great. It's a great deal. They said, this guy looks important. I'm going to go to the back room and get him something dusted off. And, uh, no, but it was, it's great. That's a great place. Yeah, absolutely. Guys reach out to Frisky Whiskey. Tell them to come back on with us. I know they, they said they'd come back on in the summer, but I want them on before then. Selfishly. <laughs> selfishly because i want to talk about how great they are Absolutely. all the time all right man where can people find you buddy you find me on twitter at the underscore charlie underscore five auburnsports.com the bunker or 247 sports body get aboard love it that is message board legend charlie five for another charlie tuesday we'll be back tomorrow right here on locked on auburn hey prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.